Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The Vern's Post Game Show. Massey not stopping in second and slides into third with a two-run triple. Here's Josh Vernier. All right, good evening. 11-10, the final score. Royals win. I don't know what you were so worried about. I was never concerned. The boys even up this four-game series with the Detroit Tigers, and there were plenty of offensive stars tonight. Four different Royals with multi-hit performances. Freddie Fermin, Edward Olivares, Dyron Blanco, and Michael Garcia. It's my pleasure to welcome in the aforementioned Michael Garcia following his two-for-four performance. A sacrifice fly in the third, a two-run double in the sixth, and an RBI single in the eighth inning. Michael, thank you very much for the time. Uh, How crazy was that game? I mean, I feel really good to uh, the team's win. Uh, just trying to help the team win, and that's what I do today. I got to ask you this, man. Um, watching you for the past few months, have you always been cool? Have you always been that cool out there on the diamond? Because, man, there haven't been many to come through Kansas City that's just are as smooth as you are both offensively and defensively. Um, I just confidence my hands and it's really tough. I moved to the short to third, but just working with Jose, he helped me a lot. And right now, I really go in third. So that's what I. That's what. That's who I am. Yeah, you showed off that rocket arm in the fifth inning, making a great diving play over there at third base. But I want to get your thoughts about your teammates. How about the performance of Dyron Blanco tonight? Yeah, he's great. He's great here. I saw him last year in two play. This year he did he he did a war in play, so that's who he is and happy to be there. He get four hits today. So. The Royals. How about your countryman? How about the fellow Venezuelan Freddie Fermin, who goes two for three, an RBI double, a walk, and a single? What impresses you about his ability? Um, Freddie is good hitter and good defense. I saw him win a ball. He's get an MVP. And I know what he can do, and 
happy that he get he held the team to win. One more question about another uh, Venezuelan, and that is the captain, Salvador Perez. What has he meant to you? Man, he helped a lot to us, and I'm happy he's here to us, and he's a good mentor to us, and he helped. How is the game going? How is the big league? And I thank for getting here and happy with teammate right now. Yeah, well, I, I can speak on behalf of all the Royals fans listening. We're happy that you're here. We're happy that you're yeah. wearing a Royals uniform. Great job tonight, and uh, we'll see you out here tomorrow night. Thank you. Thank you. Michael Garcia joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. If we can, take a quick step back and acknowledge that's a 23-year-old speaking in his second language on the radio to hopefully thousands of English-speaking American. So credit to him. I've, I've come across plenty of Spanish-speaking ball players that say thanks, but no thanks. Not necessarily prepared to put my thoughts uh, on the record, right? Live on the radio. So greatly appreciate Michael Garcia calling in after this one. Yeah, four Royals with multiple hit nights tonight. And I, I, I really have a question pertaining to two different combos. Now, phone lines are open for you. 913 586 7610. That's 913 586 7610. Royals win 11 to 10. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act as if uh, there's a lot to read into. Listen, when, when the game was 7 to 2 after the fourth inning, I'm thinking, okay, we're, we're probably going to talk a lot of Daniel Lynch after this one. Now, maybe we'll mention Edward Olivares, who went two for three and scored three runs. Maybe Olivares' name comes up as a, a trade possibility. That, that, that bat is so dangerous. I wouldn't be surprised if a team on the cusp of contention is interested in bringing in that active bat of Eddie Olivares. So it's 7-2 after four. It's 11-6 Royals after the eighth inning. And at that point, I think, okay, um, that's going to be a nice win. Not necessarily an eye-popping performance, with all due respect to Dyron Blanco. You know, when the Royals are up by five going to the ninth inning, I'm thinking, okay, I know what kind of post-game show this is going to be. I'm going to be happy that they won. No one's really going to call in because no one's buying much of what they saw tonight. Maybe I'm wrong. You let me know. If you were one of the 18,000 in attendance, I'd love to hear from you. 913-586-7610. But I'm not going to sit here and make it more than what it was. This game, these two teams, it's very similar to the Spider-Man meme. One Spider-Man pointing to the other Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, these two franchises, to me, have really mirrored each other dating back to 2016. Sure, Detroit started their rebuild before Kansas City started theirs, uh, but both went big on pitching in that 2018 draft, and uh, both have been sitting around waiting for those 2018 draft picks to really blossom. Speaking of which, Daniel Lynch tonight, really only beaten by Spencer Torkelson. He throws throws him. Mm. You ever heard that word before? I don't know if I've ever uttered that word he threw 
A 2-0 sinker elevated to Torkelson in the first inning, and the big fella didn't miss it. 430 feet to give Detroit an early 2-0 lead. And then a 1-2 hanger to Torkelson in the fifth inning turns into a three-run blast just over the wall in left field. So all five runs surrendered by Daniel Lynch are surrendered to Spencer Torkelson. But I, I, I can't make tonight's performance from Daniel Lynch out to be anything overly positive, and I'm certainly not going to make it out to be anything negative. The guys still picked up the win, still gave you a chance to win, left the mound, left the game with his team in front. So, yeah, got, got nothing negative to say, but I'm not going to act as if this was some sort of uh, big moment, some, sh- you know, uh, what, what I say earlier today on the On Deck Show. Daniel Lynch right now is the best that the Royals have. He is your number one. It didn't look like a number one, but got the results of a number one, got the win. So we're happy with Daniel Lynch. We're happy that the offense scores 11 runs. I'd love to talk Dyrone Blanco. I'd love to talk Freddie Fermin if you're interested. I understand some of you. Um... Maybe not well-versed in the 30-year-old Dyron Blanco's career or uh, Freddie Fermin. Two guys that weren't necessarily on the map when the season started. Uh, But I love every single thing about both one of those players. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to be key cogs in the next championship here at Kauffman Stadium. But the energy that Dyron Blanco plays every second with Not many others on this team like that. And that's not a knock on his teammates. That's a reflection of positivity on Dyron himself. I mean, I'll ask you, if you're like me, and and I know there aren't many of you, but if if you've remained dialed in to this ball club, when was the last time you saw Dyron Blanco do something positive and him not have a visceral reaction? He steals third base. He's pounding on that third base bag, pointing to the dugout. He lays down a beautiful bunt in the eighth inning, and as he crosses that first base bag, he's pumping his fist, pointing at the dugout. Uh, The triple in the third inning. I mean, he darn near had the same reaction that Eric Hosmer had after his triple in the wild card game. I just, I love, of course I love the speed, and I love the defensive ability, but I just love the energy that Dyron Blanco brings each and every single time Matt Quatrero calls his name. Pinch runner, pinch hitter, starter, he is bringing that energy, and you cannot have enough energy givers. I think Rex Hudler's taught us all about fountains and drains. Yeah, there's no question that Dyron Blanco is a fountain of positive energy. And then Freddie Fermin, uh, boy, oh boy, he fits in. City of Fountains, Uh, Freddie Fermin has been a fountain of positivity since I first met him years ago out in Surprise, Arizona. And we can continue to overlook him, pat him on the head, and, oh, that's nice. Oh, you're following Salvi around? That's great. But Salvi's our catcher. Salvi's the captain. Number 13's our guy. We love Salvi. I'm not saying we got to knock Salvi or – relegate Salvi to DH only. But Freddie Fermin deserves at least three starts a week. If if you're playing six times, find a way to get Freddie Fermin in the lineup. 
Venezuela, as, as Michael Garcia mentioned a moment ago, during winter ball, the Venezuelan league, he's the MVP. Throughout spring training, he was impressive. I wanted him on the opening day roster. And since he found his way to the big leagues, I don't want him going anywhere else. Not only am I very comfortable with him being the backup catcher moving forward, I just said it. I want to see him in the lineup at least every other game. Now keep Salvi in there, and hopefully we see Salvi back in there tomorrow night. But I need more Freddie for me. Look, the team's 40 games below 500. I understand. It has been an endlessly disappointing season, no doubt about it. But if you give me 26 guys with the attitude, the body language, the attacking style, the aggressiveness of Dyrone Blanco and Freddie Fermin, I'm going to win a lot of ball games. Very happy that they're on this Royals ball club. I got a question about Bobby Witt Jr. and Michael Garcia. Hopefully we got time to get to it, but I want to hear from you first. Before I pose that question, let's hear from you. 913-586-7610. That's 913-586-7610. Thanks again to Michael Garcia for calling in and uh, you know, joining us after a wild, wild 11-10 Royals victory. We start off in Olathe. Jordan, you're hitting leadoff tonight. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Vern. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, thank you. First off, I want to give you some real compliments because to do your job, you do a really good. Oh, it's you, hard to you. stick with a team that's on pace for, what, 115 losses mm-hmm. and come with the energy that you bring every night. Thanks, man. It's my pleasure. And- and, well, first off, the other thing I want to say is that I really appreciate that you know your stuff and apologies that you kind of dumb stuff down for people that don't understand all the saber metrics that maybe you and maybe 10% of uh, the people that listen. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a right. nerd. I'm a nerd, no doubt. I, I acknowledge that, Jordan. That's why I try to take my nerd out of it when I'm delivering it to good, hard-working Americans like yourself. Right. No, and uh, I just want to give you props because, you know, I don't hear many people calling you and giving you the credit that you deserve. But anyway, let's move on from kissing your butt. Um, <laughs> but uh, what I wanted to say is I've been a – I'm obviously a big baseball fan, long time. Royals fan. I went to the World Series, saw the game one, Alcides at the home run, all that. The Royals have not developed any pitching in the past 20 years. And if the, I know that Royals get compared to Tampa Bay a lot, the program that I would want to compare Royals to would be Miami. Miami is bringing up a stud pitcher. Every year, the Florida Marlins, and you, whether you're going to go with Tampa Bay or Florida, the one guy I'd maybe give the Royals credit for is Giordano. I mean, when they brought Brady Singer in, he was an established college pitcher, the best pitcher in college baseball. They have not developed anybody. So if I'm running the Royals, I'm going to spend all my money on getting those scouts from Miami or Tampa Bay or whoever it is and turn around the pitching and clean house. I'm never for anybody losing their job, but the Royal scouts 
have not brought brought in anybody and raised anybody. I mean, you want to talk Aza Lacey? I'm sure you can go on and on and on. And you you know Daniel Lynch, I I still want him to be the guy, but and I know you said he came through tonight, but that what he did tonight was trash. You get beat nine out of ten games on that. So that, I'll leave you with that. That I think the Royals really need to focus on revamping everything on getting some pitching. They've got the hitting down pretty solid. We get some pitching. You know what? I think maybe you become the GM and we have another world championship in a few years. Wow. I'll tell you this. Thanks for the phone call, Jordan. I'll, I'll take the paycheck, uh, but save the headaches and save all that work. As a matter of fact, I had a a half-hour conversation with General Manager J.J. Piccolo earlier today, and we hit on a lot of those concerns, Jordan. And I asked him, you know, we, we all talk about drafting and developing. Which of those two is the reason why we find ourselves in this situation? Is it the draft over the past six, seven, eight, nine years? Or is it the development in this organization over the past six, seven, eight, nine years? You'll be able to hear that entire conversation Thursday morning right here on 610 Sports Radio. Bob Fesco, Josh Klingler, Fesco in the morning will bring it to you in its entirety. You'll hear it all day long. You'll hear highlights from the interview tomorrow. But if you want to hear the whole 30-minute conversation, be listening. Fesco in the morning, Thursday, beginning at 6 a.m. You know, just for clarification, other names that they have drafted and developed. Yeah, Jordano Ventura, no doubt, but, you know, I think Danny Duffy counts as a win. And Greg Holland and Kelvin Herrera, I still count Brady Singer as a win. Uh, Daniel Lynch, we'll see. Chris Bubich, we'll see. You know, you bring up the Miami Marlins, and no doubt the Perez kid that debuted this season. Uh, you know, Sandy Alcantara, the reigning, Amer- uh, reigning National League Cy Young Award winner. They acquired him in a trade. So it's not always draft and develop. There are many ways to acquire pitching talent. Just look back and you remember the championship team of 2015. Some homegrown, some acquired via trade, some international signings, some free agent signings. It's going to take a little bit of everything if you're going to win in this market. You look at Tampa. Sure, they draft and develop. Um, you know, Taj Bradley drafted and developed. Uh, Shane McClanahan drafted and developed. But they acquire Tyler Glass now via trade. They acquire Zach Eflin via a free agent signing. The reason why I say I'll take the paycheck but save me the headaches, I'm not interested in being a general manager, is because it's just such a difficult job. And it is the most important job. You know, the NBA, it's it's about the player. It's about having that star player. To me in the NFL, sure, you could say it's about having that star quarterback, but to me it's more about having that great coach. Andy Reid, Bill Belichick. Baseball, it's about a great general manager. That's how you win. It's not just, uh, hey, we got a draft. No, you got a draft, especially in a market like this. You got a draft very well. You got to develop very well. You got to trade very well. And when you dip your toe into that free agent market, you cannot get bit. Now, you got to win there. 
Now, you're going to overpay, especially in Kansas City, where you haven't won much in the last seven years. Yeah, you're certainly going to have to overpay. So that's where it becomes a very dicey proposition, sticking your toe in that free agent water, knowing that you're over or knowing that you're going to overpay and trying not to get bit by it. Very difficult. Appreciate the phone call, Jordan. Again, all of those concerns that Jordan brought up will be addressed by J.J. Piccolo. I thought he was very honest. I think you'll enjoy that conversation. Be listening throughout the day tomorrow and then the full interview coming up on Thursday morning. Let's head out to Pittsburgh. Talk with Luca. You're on 610 Sports Radio. What's going on? Uh, hey, Vern. Uh, just on uh, tonight's game, the bullpen again is uh, selling. And uh, I know Yarbrough's a projected starter for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering how long is it before they move him to the bullpen or bring up some of the guys in uh, – Triple-A, double-A, that uh, McMillan, I believe, is down in double-A, slicing it up, and uh, Will Klein, too. I just want to know what your thoughts on that are. Well, first of all, you are dialed in, and I appreciate that. Way to go, knowing John McMillan. Yeah, I think we'll see McMillan. I think we'll see Will Klein before the season ends. Honestly, Ryan Yarbrough, I wouldn't be surprised if J.J. Piccolo's phone's ringing. Team's trying to acquire Yarbrough. Right, I haven't mentioned him much when we talk about the trade deadline because I wasn't sure the guy was ever going to pitch again. If he was going to be able to overcome that mental hurdle that goes along with taking a line drive in the face. But he's handled it as well as I've ever heard anyone handle it. And he's pitching his tail off since he's returned as well. Shoot, if I'm Tampa, hey, can we have him back? Well, actually, I'm Another reason why I wouldn't want to be a general manager, I'd never answer the phone if Tampa called. And I know the Royals have a very good history trading with Tampa, but. And you're right. Yeah, Ryan Yarbrough scheduled to make the start tomorrow against Eduardo Rodriguez. It's a 7-10 first pitch, and I'm on the air beginning at 6 o'clock. You know, and as, as far as the bullpen... You know, I'd love to think that the 25-year-old John McMillan or the 23-year-old Will Klein would be an improvement over who you have, but that's just hope. That's wishing. That's praying to a certain extent because I haven't seen any of them do it at the big leagues. Sure, they're putting up nice numbers, McMillan at double-A, Klein at at triple-A, but Jackson Kowar carved them up at triple-A. Some of these guys that you want to run out of town were studs when they were at double-A. Now, I'd much rather have them doing what they're doing, putting up zeros in the minor leagues, but it doesn't necessarily have me convinced that they're better than who Matt Quatrero has right now out in the bullpen. But to bottom line it, yes, Luca, those names that you mentioned, I, I, I foresee them all joining this bullpen at some point this season. And it's not difficult to identify a few guys that could go. They got some veterans out there that aren't under contract next season. But also, like I've said on the show for the past few weeks, the Royals bullpen, again, in my opinion, the Royals bullpen is going to give up at least one run in 80% of the games from here on out. Now, Jonathan Heasley gave up an unearned run in the sixth inning. Carlos Hernandez was sensational in the seventh. 
Dylan Coleman sweat through a bumpy eighth, but gets through it unscathed. And then Scott Barlow in the ninth inning. That was as wild a finish as I think I've ever seen from Scott Barlow. You guys know my appreciation for Scotty boy, but boy, oh boy, nine batters, four runs, three hits, three walks. He somehow hangs on to finish off that ninth inning, takes the hill with the boys up by a score of 11 to six, and they hang on to win by a final count of 11 to 10. Yeah, it got wild. Scott Barlow needed a grand total of 33 pitches to record three outs in the ninth inning. But all's well that ends well. Royals win 11 to 10. Let's go back to the phone calls. 913-586-7610. We go to Brett in Olathe. Brett, you're on the postgame show. Go ahead. Hey, Vern. Thanks for taking the call. appreciate yes, it. Appreciate you. Uh, I was at the game tonight, and, again, I'm not as dialed in as our last caller. But I'll tell you what, is it too simplistic to just be happy with a fun game and a great outcome for the Royals? Not at I'd all. say it was fun to see the bats. It was fun to see a little bit of the crowd getting that excited. That ninth inning wasn't fun. Once. That was scary. That was scary. I agree. That was scary. But the crowd was into it. It was fun. It was good baseball. And to be honest, unfortunately, with the state of our Royals right now, a win is exciting, and you got to be happy for it because there's not a whole lot of <laughs> other things that we can be excited for yet. I know there's a plan. I believe there's a plan. But at the same time, just happy to see the boys finally pull one out and play well and hit the ball. And, again, maybe it's simplistic, but fun to see a win. No, you're so, right. How much fun is Dyron Blanco, by the way? I tell you what, four for four in almost the first cycle in what? 30 years, I can't remember what it was. George Brett back in 33. I tell you what, really exciting to see him play. Good to see the speed. The bunt to beat it out, the things that that he's doing, it's fun to see the guys have fun playing ball. I hope it continues. That's all. I'm with you. Hey, Brett, thanks for the phone call, man. I appreciate it. There's a phone line open for you, 913-586-7610. Like, you're shocked. Every time I remind myself that Dyron Blanco is 30 years old, I'm shocked. And I don't know if I'm shocked just because he looks so young, or maybe that's a reflection of how old I am. Maybe it's because he's like a, a low-key unit. Like that dude is put together, and he flies around the base paths. Very fun to watch. Dyron goes four for four. Scores three runs, drives in three runs, in three separate at-bats. A one-out RBI triple makes it 2-2 in the third. A one-out RBI single to the first baseman as he lays down just a beautiful bunt. Scores another run in that five-run fourth inning. He hits a two-out double and comes around to score in the sixth. And then he drives in his third run of the game with a two-out double to center field in the eighth inning. Dyrone Blanco, four for four. And during the game, uh, Jalen Thompson of the Kansas City Star, the new beat writer for the paper, um, after Blanco's double in the sixth, he says, Vern, Blanco's a home run away from the triple. And Jalen's, you know, younger, 
younger than me. I think he's in his 20s still. And, you know, for as much as I try to act as if, well, it's not even an act. You know, baseball humbles us all. But every once in a while, you know, I feel myself, maybe my ego takes over, and I feel like I know more than a 20-year-old that's new on the beat. So he says, Vern, hey, Dyrone Blanco's a homer away from the, the cycle, first cycle since 1990. And I mean, Jalen's cool, so he, he knows I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I don't, I don't think it came across as me being a jerk, but I dismissed it. I'm like, yeah, well, he's not going to hit a home run, bro, so don't worry about it. And then in the eighth inning, I mean, how far was he away? That was an extra five feet? And it's Dyrone Blanco becoming the first Royal to hit for the cycle in 33 years? I thought we all just kind of accepted that Bobby's going to do it eventually. Blanco almost says, hold up, hold up, kid. Hold up, Bobby. You're seven years younger than, younger than me. Let, let me shine here for a moment. So uh, my bad, Jalen, my bad, Dyrone, and once again, baseball humbles us all. Let's head out to Lawrence. Talk with Brian. You're on 610 Sports Radio as the Royals hang on to, to win 11-10. to 10. What's going on, Brian? Hey, Vern, it was a good game. Uh, high scoring, but we're sitting in the 300 section. I'm not trying to change the subject, but you're good. You're good. we had rain leaking on us, and what are your thoughts on the new stadium? And I know this ain't about the Royals, but how's your uh, fantasy team doing? I'll listen off the air. Shoot, man. Uh, two things. Uh, yes, you need a new stadium. Uh, yes, you're going to get a new stadium. Yes, it's going to pass because if you're saying, no, you know, you, you don't have the votes, I hate to break it to you. Most people in this country don't vote. A lot of the people that are most vehement in their disagreement with the idea of a downtown ballpark, I don't think they'll even show up to the ballot box in April or whatever it's going to be on the ballot. Uh, and yeah, as someone that is fortunate enough you know, to, to, to go in the dugout, to go in the clubhouse, to see aspects in certain spaces of Kauffman Stadium that the average fan isn't privy to, uh, yeah, yeah, y- you need a new stadium. I mean, I can't tell you where I'm broadcasting from right now. Well, they fixed it recently, but I was fairly certain that the – this is back when Glass owned the team. But I was fairly certain – that the ceiling was going to fall in on me during a postgame show. Between you and me, I was cool with it because Glass family were billionaires, and hey, you know what? I can, you know, I lose one side of my face, whatever. My wife's going to be taken care of, and we're going to be millionaires, you know. But, but yeah, in the press box, yeah, press box is leaking. You got, uh, what what they say, cancer of the concrete? Yeah, there, there's a lot falling apart about this place. And as far as my fantasy baseball team is concerned, um, it's my first year in the, in the league, and I'm very worried that I'm going to get kicked out of the league. Because it's year one, and I'm dominating. Of course, I, I should dominate. Baseball is my life. I'm following... Every team in Major League Baseball, I'm watching every single game. I'm watching MLB Network while everyone else in the league lives normal lives and and have uh, normal jobs and work nine to five. So I could understand if they all get together this offseason and they're like, hey, can we get rid of this bald bozo? 
Uh, it's just not fair. He shouldn't be in our league. So, guys, if you're listening, please don't kick me out, and I'm sorry for kicking all of your tails. 913-586-7610. Royals win 11-10. We'll head back inside that Royals clubhouse after a quick timeout. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City. 610 Sports Radio. First pitch. Breaking ball ripped toward left center field. Haas starts to his left, reaches out, it's past him, and rolling all the way to the fence. Olivares hits the third base back, in to score easily. Dyron Blanco sprints to third, dives in, head safe. He's safe with an RBI triple. That's Jake Eisenberg on the call, as heard here on your home for Royals baseball. We're getting close to 20 years now of being your home for the boys in blue. Really enjoying having Jake Eisenberg on the call. Looking forward to uh, some Octobers with Jake behind the mic. Royals win tonight, 11-10, the final score. Uh, yeah, it was a uh, <laughs> it was a wild one. I'd love to succinctly recap it. I don't know if that's possible. I, I'm not talented enough to uh, recap that one in a succinct fashion. Uh, what I do want to pass along is is Daniel Lynch picks up the win. He's now three and four on the season. Uh, if, if it sounds like there's surprise in my voice, it's because he's only made nine starts. Coming away with seven decisions tells you this guy is pitching you deep into the game. Now, two walks today, that helps you pitch deep into the game. 
Now his walks are down this year. Yes, the strikeouts are down, but the strikes are up. He is pounding the zone rather consistently. Lynch picks up the win. Uh, he's gone five innings in each of his nine starts this season. All nine of them. Two runs in the first inning. Spencer Torkelson takes him deep. Torkelson gets him again in the fifth inning. Uh, outside of that, I, I don't know. I, I was never really... I haven't felt about Daniel Lynch this season the way I felt about him in previous seasons. And, and I expanded on that earlier today on the On Deck Show. And what I'm talking about is... Things outside of his control, it, it just doesn't seem to stick with him the way that it has in previous seasons, which is understandable. It's like anything in life, right? Uh, just maturing, um, understanding that if you fixate on what you can't control, you're going to drive yourself batty. I've always believed that Daniel Lynch knew he had the ability. I've, I've spoken with him about it for years. He knows that he's got good stuff, uh, that he has the ability to have success at the big league level. He's known that, but I think now, just this season, the mentality now matches the ability. It's no longer him telling himself, hey, you're good enough. Because he doesn't need to tell himself that anymore. I think that little voice in his head is now so reassuring, so confident, so positive that any time doubt creeps in, it's quickly snuffed out. And I love to see it. Yeah, I chalk it up to maturation, experience, living life, and I got to give credit to the Royals coaching staff, Brian Sweeney in particular, Royals pitching coach. In talking with Daniel Lynch, he gave Brian Sweeney a lot of credit for the challenge uh, that, that, that Sweeney and the rest of this organization laid before Daniel during his rehab as he was coming back from that rotator cuff injury that sidelined him at the end of spring training. He was challenged by this organization to not settle. To not settle for, hey, well, that's that's good. You know, that that, that was a, a nice performance. I gave my team a chance to win. No, no, don't, don't settle for that because, again, you know how much talent you have. You know uh, what you can be in this game. Settle for nothing less. Give yourself grace. But just like I'm talking about with Dyrone Blanco and the energy that he brings, the the attacking style that he brings to the game each and every time Q calls his name, the body language, the energy, the attitude, all of it. Freddie Fermin, Dyron Blanco, we're seeing that from Daniel Lynch. You know, I think another reflection of the maturation, the life experience, the, you know, fortunately we're all smarter when we're 27 than we were when we're 24. Hopefully we can all evolve the same way that Daniel Lynch has and hopefully will continue to do. But, uh, man, man, maybe this is just because I pull for him so much because him and I have talked about how much we've beaten ourselves up in our own respective fields uh, throughout our careers, how we don't give ourselves the grace that we deserve, 
So, yeah, I, I root for Daniel Lynch on a personal level, more so, even more so than a, a baseball level. And he, he's wearing, you know, a KC logo. So, of course, I'm going to root for him. You know, another example of that is, you know, what he did today. He becomes the first player in professional baseball history to put the fourth on the back of his jersey. Daniel Lynch, the fourth. Right. Like when when Patrick Mahomes' son makes it to the NFL, on the back of his jersey, it'll say Mahomes IV, right? Because Mahomes is the third, so his son's going to be the fourth. Daniel Lynch is the fourth. He discussed that decision to put that IV on the back of his jersey. He discussed it after the game, after he picked up the win, uh, and the Bally Sports Kansas City cameras and microphones were there. It's something I've wanted to do for a while. Um, we've talked a lot about that my dad and I don't know if I have it, my dad and my grandfather are probably the, definitely the two most influential people in my life. And uh, so I thought it'd be kind of a cool thing to do just to... You know, I'm really proud to share a name with them. Um, and, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in, in the fact that, I don't know, I, that that's, that's my name. I don't know. I, I think it's just I thought it would be a cool thing, and it was kind of a long process to get it changed. But Did you know that it was going to happen today? No. But I guess I didn't change my name. <laughs> I'm making it sound like I changed my name. It is, it is my name, but I just added... So, so did you did you see it on your jersey today? Like, um, my brother texted me and asked and said, uh, "Did you get your Did you get the fourth on your jersey?" And then uh, he said he saw it on like the app or something. Um, and I did, so I didn't know. But I asked him maybe like three weeks ago. So I think uh, I, there was some authentication stuff that had to happen. So, yeah. Can you walk us through like the Father's Day trip, him being here? What does that mean to like kind of discuss it then and to kind of yeah. see it? In reality. I think that was when the first time, like, I, I thought about it, but I think the first time I'd ever said anything to Davy about it was uh, mm-hmm. was on that trip because when we, they had the dad's jerseys made, I put the third on my dad's jersey. Um, and I think I said, oh, that'd be really cool if I got the fourth on my jersey. Uh, I know usually people's, it's like if your dad played in the big leagues, but I think my dad's done, and my grandfather have done plenty, plenty of important things in the world to, you know, warrant a distinction. Um, so, yeah, I think it was pretty cool to just actually go out there with it on there. Oh, my God. Oh. If you've listened to this show for any extended period of time, you know that the hairs on my arms are standing up. Oh, I'd give him a big hug right now. How, I mean, could you imagine being his father and hearing him, hearing your 26-year-old son talk about the, the family name that way? Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, how, how do you not? Uh, okay, maybe, maybe you're not the, the sap that I am, but get, you, I don't know. You got to tear up a little bit. I mean, I'm, I know I'm thinking about my old man, my grandfather. That's why I'm so proud that people call me Vern. That's that's Grandpa Vern. Oh, that's awesome. Way to go, Daniel. Way to go, Daniel. Way to go, uh, Dan. Way to go, Daniel Lynch Jr., the grandfather. Man, that's awesome. To go back to a previous caller, yeah, we can just enjoy this win. No need to dissect all of the things that could have led to this being the 69th loss of the season. No, let's just celebrate that it was win number 28. Way to go, Daniel Lynch. Baseball, life, and family, that's all rolled into one. You don't don't do things better than, than... 
what Daniel Lynch has done in the past 24 hours. Way to go, young man. Let's go to Double J in Kansas City. Double J, you're on the postgame show. Go ahead, buddy. Jordan, what's up, man? Long time, man. Uh, nice to hear uh, from you. Good to hear from you, too. Uh, hey, uh, just want to say a uh, great team win tonight. Uh, fun game. Got to listen to it on the radio. And, uh, yeah, just glad we got the win. And uh, uh, Daniel Lynch, I mean, he pitched, he pitched a great game tonight. And uh, just uh, excited for what the future holds for him. Uh he has a chance to be a number one for us and uh, just a big uh, big key to the future for us. And uh, no doubt. just excited. Just, I'm, I'm excited to see what they're going to do the second half of the season. I mean, I know the season's gone this year, but mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing what they could do to finish off this year. And well, we got no other choice, you know. Hopefully you know, that... build some confidence. Yeah. For next year, too. So. I'm with you. Double J, thanks for the phone call, man. We got no other choice. You, you, if you're repping Kansas City, if you're a Royals fan, you have no other choice but to be excited for the remaining 66 games. I'm not saying you need to come out and, and spend your hard-earned money. You know, I'm, not, I'm not saying that. Shoot, I'm not even saying that you can't be an Angels fan down the stretch as well. right? Root for Moose and Shohei Otani. Why not? I I got no issue if you want to root for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I I get that. Zach Allen, Corbin Carroll, your your boy Emmanuel Rivera. Yeah. I love watching Ronald Acuna. I'm happy to see Christian Yelich tap back into that MVP form. There's a lot of quality baseball going on. I'm not not saying you need to pull out the pom-poms and Uh, You know, uh, whatever J.J. does is right, and and we love John Sherman. I'm not saying you need to be a cheerleader, but if you're repping Kansas City, if you call yourself a Royals fan, why not be excited about, again, not not wins and losses, but what what other option do you have? Turn your back on the team? No. You know what you can do? Now, I want you to watch the games and listen to the games. Denny and Jake and Stu and Ryan, very entertaining. The addition of Mike Sweeney and Jeremy Guthrie have taken these broadcasts to the next level, in my opinion. Um, But if you want, you can just listen to the postgame show. You you don't feel like uh, grinding through a a two-and-a-half-hour baseball game? I don't understand why you wouldn't be. Um, but you can always subscribe and like and download the All Things Vern podcast. Every single post-game show, all the interviews on you know, Fesco in the Morning and Cody and Gold and The Drive, my interview with J.J. Piccolo, you can find it all wherever you get your podcasts. Personally, I choose the Odyssey app, but all you got to do is search out All Things Vern. Subscribe, download, rate, review. If that's still a thing, you know you know what to do. You guys have, you guys are listening to podcasts. Uh, my game notes, my game notes following this eleven ten Royals victory. My game notes are brought to you by Jay Southland Toe Service. Royals had eight extra base hits tonight. Not one of them was a home run. A two run double for Michael Garcia. 
a double for Matt Duffy, an RBI double for Freddie Fermin, a double for Edward Olivares, a triple for Drew Waters, two doubles and a triple for Dyrone Blanco. Eight extra base hits, not a single home run. The last time a Royals team did that, 18 years ago. Middle of September, back in that miserable season of 2005. Speaking of Dyron Blanco, he becomes the first Royal to record three extra base hits out of the nine spot in the batting order since Paulo Orlando back in the terrific season of 2015. And that's interesting because I see the text line. There's a few people that have already likened Dyron Blanco to Paulo Orlando. As a matter of fact, Paulo Orlando, another guy that's always going to have a special place in my heart. And I could tell you that story sometime down the line. Uh, one more one more from the game notes pertaining to Dyron Blanco. He becomes the first player in the majors to record at least two doubles, one triple, and one stolen base in a game since the aforementioned Christian Yelich did so back in 2018. I believe that was his MVP season. Right? Didn't Yelich win the MVP in 2018 and Dyrone Blanco's doing things that haven't been done since? Yelly. Shoot. Blanco's only the third player in franchise history to put up those numbers in a game. Two doubles, a triple, and a stolen base. Ladies and gentlemen, George Brett never did that. Amos Otis did it in 1981. And Frank White did it a week before Amos Otis did it in 1981. So, <laughs> unbelievable. The first time in 42 years that a Royals player has two doubles, a triple, and a stolen base. I, I know it's an odd combination. But when you're mentioned with the great Frank White and the great Amos Otis, yeah, Dyron Blanco, dig yourself, as the great Rex Hudler would say. Boy, oh boy, what a night. That, and that's what I said up here in the press box. When he stole third base in the eighth inning, which turned out to lead to uh, the game-winning run, he stole third base. Keep in mind, at that point, the team's up by four runs in the eighth inning. As he took off for third, I, I sat up here in the press box and, and, and ripped off HUD by saying, you know, dig yourself, Dyron. Oh, my God, this guy's not stopping. The game's over, man. Tigers are dead. Oh, you know what? Go ahead, Dyrone. Keep on ripping bags. Keep taking that extra 90 feet. Little did I know that that extra 90 feet, that 11th run, would turn out to be the game winner. Yeah, Royals win 11-10. Scott Barlow gives up four runs in the ninth inning, but escapes a big-time jam. Two on, two outs, tying run on third, game-winning run on first. And he gets Riley Green to fly out to center field to finish this one off. Royals win 11-10. We take our final quick timeout. We get back to your thoughts after this. Burns Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball, 610 Sports Radio, and the Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, 
the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Vern's Post Game Show on your home for Royals baseball in Kansas City, 610 Sports Radio. Strike and white streaky ball is banged out into deep left center field. It's at the wall and it's off the fence. Boy, he just narrowly missed the cycle. And the run is in. And he. Dyron Blanco. What, what, what do we say? Seven feet, five feet away from the first cycle by a Royal since 1990. No team has waited as long as the Royals have waited for a cycle. Or at least they have, a better way to put it would be, they have the longest cycle drought currently in Major League Baseball. Dyron Blanco, RBI triple in the third, RBI single in the fourth, double in the sixth, and a double there in the eighth inning with Denny Matthews, the Hall of Famer, on the call. Uh, Speaking of Hall of Famers, I see the text line is correctly correcting me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' son will be the third. So, I, uh... Yeah, I I apologize. Please continue to listen to me, even though I made a mistake when talking about St. Mahomes. And I'm not saying that sarcastically. I love Patrick Mahomes. (laughs) How can you not? He's the greatest thing I've ever seen. Um, So, no, Daniel Lynch is the fourth. Patrick Mahomes is the second. So his son will be the third anyway. Hey, uh, Matt Quatrero will join Fesco in the morning tomorrow at 9 o'clock, as he does each and every Wednesday morning on 610 Sports Radio. Royals win 11-10. It got bumpy there at the end, but you know what? A win's a win. We haven't seen many of them this season, so let's smile and enjoy this one. Or at least that's what I'm going to do. You do whatever the hell you want to do. A few more from the text line. 913-586-7610. From the 417, Vern, I love the win. What a crowd. Exciting crowd tonight. But, well, Vern, I still struggle to get over how hard the Royals make it on themselves. You got a runner picked off in MJ Melendez. You got Edward Olivares being thrown out trying to tag up from first. Both of those guys would have scored. Vern, the last two relievers to come out of the bullpen walked five Tigers. Vern, am I just sick? No, no, you're not sick. The illness or the affliction that you do have, you can't pick where you're born. You don't decide which baseball team you fall in love with. I mean, I felt sick for a little while tonight, but I think that was just because I had too many chicken tenders. No, if the Royals would have lost this game, right, if Scott Barlow doesn't get Riley Green to fly out or if the Royals don't tack on two runs in the sixth and two more in the eighth, if they lose this game, yeah, there's probably a lot more people calling up right now. 
Everyone wants to fire the manager if they lose this game. Everyone wonders, why didn't you bring Carlos Hernandez out for another inning if they lose this game? We're all mad at MJ Melendez or Edward Olivares, or we'd be, I don't know, frustrated that Bobby didn't have a hit tonight. I don't know. No, you're not sick. You come about your skepticism, your pessimism, your cynicism. You come upon it justifiably. You've seen a lot of losing baseball. No, I understand it. And you you, you opened up your text message by acknowledging you, you loved the win. But as you know, that's the beautiful thing, and at times the painful aspect of this beautiful game is even in the best of wins, there are still dark clouds, right? There are still moments where you say, you got to clean that up. And even in the worst losses of the season, there are still little positives, little rays of sunshine where you can say, well, at least I saw that. At least we did that. Thanks for the text. Gabriel in Independence. Vern Dyron Blanco reminds me of Paulo Orlando. Good, great energy, but sad to say that time and age like Paulo will ultimately be their downfall. Well, Paulo, you know, Paulo got a ring out of it. I'll just never forget Paulo Orlando talking with him in spring training before he made his big league debut, I think it was like two years before he made his big league debut. I remember him telling me about leaving his family in Brazil to, to come back to the States for spring training. And he said, you know, I, I told him again, you know, this is the year. This is the year I make it to the big leagues. And he didn't. And he had like a small, I believe it was a small daughter at home beautiful wife, great family, and, you know, you can just imagine that. Imagine how much they sacrificed for him to live out his dream and, you know, hey, I'm not going to see you for a few months, but this is the year, knowing that he had to return back home, tail between the legs, and he wasn't able to fulfill his promise to his family. But then the next year, made it to the big leagues, it seemed like he hit a triple every single game in which he played and went all the way to the World Series. I believe he recorded the final out in the ALCS. Uh, one of those playoff series. I thought the 27th out landed in the glove of Paulo Orlando. Yeah, I'm always going to have a special place in my heart for uh, Paulo. Remember that nickname HUD gave him that one game after he hit a grand slam? Or a walk-off home run. I forgot what HUD said, but it was a really good nickname. Yeah. From the 913, Vern, who will be the best pitcher on the Royals by the end of the season? Hmm. That's a good question. Who will be the best pitcher on the Royals by the end of the season? Well, You know, I want to say Cole Reagans, the kid that you got from the Rangers, the 25-year-old lefty that was hitting 98-99 in his Royals debut. And I'd, I'd love to say that because there's so much unknown with him, especially for us here in Kansas City. Um, 
But there's something to be said about a guy that has done it and done it consistently. So I'm still going to side with Brady Singer. Yeah. We'll see if we'll see if that changes, but right now to answer your question, I'll say it's Brady Singer. John in Mission writes in, Vern, what a game by Dyrone Blanco. And if Freddie Fermin keeps this up, Vern, he's got to have his name in the lineup on a consistent basis. Yes, it was an ugly win, but we can't be picky, signed John in Mission. Yeah, you know that's true, buddy. And if you missed what I said right out of the gate, yeah, I, I need to see Freddie Fermin in there at least three times a week, even with a healthy Salvi. Well, Salvi can DH a, a few more times. You know, Vinny's banged up. Sure, I, I like Edward Olivares as a DH, but I also like Edward Olivares as a trade candidate. So if he moves out, yeah, let, let Salvi DH three times a week. I just love the energy, love... Honestly, I love Freddie Fermin being one half of the battery. I think he is a um, a terrific partner for the starting pitcher. I really do. Obviously, Salvi's the captain. Salvi's the greatest catcher this franchise has ever known. He is a terrific partner. for. It's not a knock on Salvi, okay? I've got to explain myself. You know how I feel about Salvi. Dan and KCK loving what he saw from Daniel Lynch tonight. <laughs> Katie on the East Coast, Vern, this game was fun like a horror movie is fun. Happy ending, though. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, Katie. That's a apt description. From the 913, Vern, do you think Dyrone Blanco is a trade candidate? I only bring it up because of his base-stealing ability in the postseason. I don't know if that's a valid idea. Well, uh, yeah, you do. You, you remember Terrence Gore. Now, the only difference is when Terrence Gore was running roughshod all over the, the American League, it was in September when the rosters expanded to 40. Now you get one additional position player and one additional pitcher. But, yeah, sure, if I'm a... If I'm a if I'm like that 2015 Royals team where my one through nine is set, right? we're not platooning, these are the nine guys that we put in the lineup every single night, well, then yeah, yeah, I, I would. I would. If I'm one of those teams, I want weapons. I want someone that brings value to my postseason push. Now, am I willing to part with anything of note for a pinch runner? No, probably not. But that's when the onus is now on J.J. Piccolo in the front office to where, yeah, it, it seems like a unfair ask. But you got to win trades, man. you got to win at a very high clip in a market like this. you got to fleece a team every now and then. I understand the, the thought process is you're not trying to rip anybody off. You want the type of trade that both teams benefit from. Yeah, that, that, that'd be great. Um, but I'm more than happy if J.J. Piccolo and the Royals organization get the distinction or the reputation of fleecing other ball clubs. To where, like how I feel about the Rays, like if I saw Eric Neander calling, trying to make a trade with me, I'd maybe let that go to voicemail. 
I'd love for the Royals to get into that place where teams are afraid to deal with them because they win at, at, at such a high clip. But to answer your question, no, it, it's not. It's certainly not a silly idea. I would be, um, I can't say I'd be shocked if it happened, um, but it'd be a pretty minor, low-level move, right? Kathy from Buckner writes in, Vern, the bullpen tried to muck it up again. Vern, you know what they need to do? They need to put the whole bullpen in the minor leagues and bring up the AAA kids because they can't be any worse. Kathy, thanks for the text. Unfortunately, yes, they can. They could be much worse. They're in AAA for a reason. Rally Mantis says, Vern, it was great seeing you out there at Crafton Draft. Hope you enjoyed your space camper. Way to go, Daniel Lynch. Way to go, Scott Barlow. Let's make it two in a row tomorrow night. Yeah, that was tasty. Haven't had one of those before. Um, I even Yeah, didn't even know. I would, that was good, though. I appreciate it. Uh, you don't need to do that, though. Really not supposed to uh, have a space camper, apparently. Not not supposed to do that after the pregame show. But, you know, when in Rome, when in craft and draft, when surrounded by Royals fans, why not? Live your life. Stefan writes in, Vern, sincere thank you for expressing appreciation to Michael Garcia on behalf of us, the Royals fans. Vern, he's been a real treasure, and I want him to know how grateful we are and not only for his ability, but for his considerable talents on both sides of the ball. Yeah, if you missed it, Michael Garcia called into the show right out of the gate after a two-for-four night. Again, a 23-year-old Venezuelan called into a Kansas City sports radio talk show to use his second language and did so confidently. If you listen to this show, you know how much I stammer, how much I say words that are, um, I'm doing it right now. I'm not making any sense, reaching, using poor vocabulary, probably using words incorrectly. And I've only spoken English my entire life. So credit, yeah, credit to Michael Garcia, not only for his ability, but uh, to have the confidence and the courage to call up to a post-game show and use your second language. I, I'll uh, never run out of admiration for young men that are able to do that. That is endlessly impressive. So thanks again, Stefan, for the text and Michael Garcia for the call. We'll see Garcia back in there tomorrow, back in there at third base as the Royals are back facing another lefty. As a matter of fact, it's a pair of lefties on the hill as Ryan Yarbrough squares off with Eduardo Rodriguez. Game three of this four-game series, special thanks to our friends at Rawhide Harley-Davidson, the number one volume Harley dealer in Kansas. Hey, I'll talk to you live from Craft and Draft tomorrow at 6 o'clock, giving you a chance to win a pair of Royals tickets at 610. Grant Nicholson, thank you very much for the help. Thanks to you for listening. Kansas City, enjoy the rest of your Tuesday night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. You've been listening to Vern's Post Game Show. Diving is MJ Melendez. Did he make that catch? He did! Check out the All Things Vern channel on 610sports.com and the Odyssey app to stay up to date with your boys in blue. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.